On this episode of the Negotiation Society podcast, we have Steve Grosset, who is a, a friend of ours from Mars, previous history with Coca-Cola Company. So he's been in market development, he's been in district sales. Uh, he then moved to the bottling part of Coke, where he was district sales manager. He now works for Mars in Canada as the customer capability leader. And unfortunately for him, is also a big Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Welcome to the podcast, Steve. Good to see you. Hey, Mike. Thanks so much for having me on today. So tell us how you got to where you are today. Uh, so as you mentioned, I'm in the customer capability uh, leader role. So really, uh, my role right now is I'm heading up the learning and development for uh, roughly 400 associates uh, across our Canadian business. Um, it actually all started uh, coming out of school. So I finished uh, my undergraduate in uh, business and psychology, and I took a postgraduate de designation uh, in human resources. Uh, but the first role that I took out of school was in a sales position. And I just so happened to spend the next decade in sales. Um, and then uh, I came over to Mars a couple of years ago. And the first one of the first things I noticed was a massive focus on personal and professional development, uh, which really led me into my current role that I'm in now and just which is, you know, again, leading and developing uh, all of our all of our associates across Canada. That's very cool. Sounds rewarding as well. And when you have 400 people under you, that can be a tough task. What's yeah, the absolutely. what's the best thing about your role? Uh, I see the best. I mean, really, two things come to mind. Uh, one is just having to learn and adapt in this role because there is a constant evolution uh, of the skills that you need uh, to, to, to develop as individuals and as a business to remain competitive. Uh, and I think the second is just the being part of seeing our associates grow. Uh, I mean, we have different uh, generations that are that are part of our workforce. We have, you know, new, uh, you know, fresh graduates coming in out of school and people who've been in the business for anywhere from, you know, you know, five to, 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 to 10 years. And then we have more of an aging population and all of them have different, different needs and different ways to either break their way into an industry and make an impact in the business. Or if you're towards the end of your career to refining their skill sets, to remain, you know, competitive and to remain, you know, uh, upskilled in certain areas to continually evolve within our business. So I love how that's always changing. And I just love being part of the overall growth and development uh, of, of, of people within our business. Clearly sounds like it. you talk with a lot of passion about that. And I know you to be a guy who looks after the people that you um, you have under your remit. We talk about at, at TGP being customer centric, but ultimately your customer is a little different. So how important is it to be internally customer centric in your role yeah so as i focus on on the internal partners that i have at mars here so this is critically important before anything gets built within our business looking at you know currently and anything for the future so it all starts with understanding the capabilities and the skill sets of our associates truly being honest with ourselves we do this through something we call the needs assessment so it's a very sort of robust uh, um, you know, program that we have where associates can go through and rate themselves, and it sort of, you know, provides you with an understanding of areas of focus that we need to uh, that we need to uh, to lean into, and then just understanding again the needs of our business today, and then where we want to be as a future state of our business. So we always want we don't want to look too far ahead and lose sight of what's right in front of us, uh, but we definitely need to know the the general direction of where we're heading 
where we need to be focusing on and, and upskilling our associates. And that really helps us. And that, that makes perfect sense. So the understanding around the capability and the skill set and the tool that you guys use to assess that. But more importantly, you talked about, listen, there are needs today, but there's also a focus on the future. And somehow you have to balance the needs of your associates with what the business needs are currently in future state. That's, um, that's somewhat of a tough task. Yes, how <laughs> how important is the skill of negotiation in that task or within your career? So in my current role, negotiating is you know a, a big part of my role alongside both internal and external partners. Um, so it, it's something that I've truly been working on probably since I started my career, and I do not believe that I'll it will stop uh, throughout the you know the rest of my career as I look to invest in this area um, as, as it's just such an important part of, of, you know, not just, you know, intense negotiating, but just like the, the daily, um, you know, uh, conversations and relationships that you have uh, with people. So, uh, and, and that's what it comes back to me is uh, negotiating can really happen on a spectrum. You can have those contract negotiations, uh, more sort of intense sort of back and forth, um, or you can have those simple conversations of that, that, that give and take. And I really learned early on in my career, the negotiating is not so much about having a winner and a loser and always looking for myself to be the winner coming out of a negotiation or switch situation, but rather to work towards, you know, mutual benefit or an outcome where both parties walk away thinking, I've understood the other side. And I also feel like I'm getting what I need out of this. And we both feel like winners. That's a great way to look at it. So not about a winner or a loser. In fact, it's about how you can create mutual value to both parties, which um, ties into that idea around mutuality, obviously, that Mars is representing. Simply put, I would say follow your passion. I, I mean, I, I loved my time in sales. I absolutely, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. It got me to where I am today. Uh, but once I made that career shift and focus uh, internally on the associates of our business, I found a new gear of loving what I do. And I think most importantly, finding purpose in what I give back to the company that I work for. So for me, it came back to something that I was passionate about and something that I find purpose in, in, you know, what I, what I do to give back to the, you know, to Mars. That's a very cool answer. I mean, this idea that you find, find what you're passionate about and give yourself purpose you know, I assume that, that that'll get you through the day better than just uh, 10 cups of coffee or so as we try to figure out our way forward through this post-COVID world. Uh, just a bit of a pivot now. So, Steve, I know Mars and you specifically are doing inspirational and significant work around mental health. If you'd be okay with it, can you give us some insight as to what that is company-wise, but also what you're driving? I mean, I really appreciate you bringing this up because this is something that needs to continue to be talked about as we, again, one of the things I'll mention is that we're looking to, you know, reduce the stigma around mental health, open up those conversations. And as we say at, at Mars, no more whispering. Um, and uh, last year, uh, we, as a Canadian business, uh, myself and, you know, our head of HR and a couple of other associates within our business decided to uh, lean into something that we call the Be Well team. And this is a focus on associates' overall well-being. And we have a holistic approach. Um, as a lot of us, when we talk about focusing on our health, uh, go right towards, I'm going to start working out. You know, I'm going to start focusing on my diet. A lot of us focus on the physical side, and that is a very important part of our health. But it's just one piece. 
And we can we we combined that physical health with our social health. Now, you know, heading out of the COVID world, now that we're able to see each other in person and connect again socially, uh, and obviously the mental health side. So that is our holistic approach that we focus on uh, within the first year. I was a very uh, heavy focus on the mental health side, um, you know, starting at the top with our leaders and educating our leaders on what is the difference between mental health and mental illness and how to be an advocate and help support our associates, uh, putting on training to help our so associates better understand uh, mental health as a whole and how they can be an advocate for themselves to speak up and to uh, you know do whatever they can within their lives to to live a positive and healthy life. So, sorry, they just came in here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go upstairs. When we run these podcasts, obviously there's a whole different work-life balance now. Sometimes we're home, sometimes we're not. And for the listeners on this call, Steve happens to be uh, kind enough to be doing this podcast while his son is home with um, a bit of a stomach ailment. So. They don't don't ever apologize for that, man. There's all that's all about the physical, the social, and the mental health side of it of being a parent. So thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm back in business here upstairs. So yeah, and no, I appreciate uh, again too. This just speaks volumes of, you know, where we've come as a society. Where I feel like a couple of years ago, if this would have happened, I would have uh, my face would have been red on the other side, even if you can't see it. But I would have been a lot more embarrassed. And now it's just become a way of life and understanding that. This is just how we're all, you know, dealing and handling with these challenges. So, um, yeah, and then just to finish off speaking on on the uh, on on the mental health side, um, again, for us, this is an evolution. It, it doesn't surprise me as Mars is was always been cutting edge and, and a leader on the EI, like on the equity, inclusion and diversity side of our business. So leaning into challenges around mental health and things where there's, you know, there's certainly a stigma and, you know, it's very challenging to talk about. I'm not surprised that we're leaning into this. Um, and then on top of that, I'm just incredibly proud to work for an organization that, you know, has put on, you know, different uh, sessions around, you know, um, you know, uh, women dealing with menopause. Like we, we had a session called Menopause Matters. You know, we had, you know, a session recently around around men's mental health, you know, talking about how, how challenging it is for men in particular uh, around, around the stigma around mental health. Um, and, you know, how we can how we can prioritize our mental health, how we can speak up uh, to one another and, uh, and 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 to reach out when we do need help. Uh, we've we've tackled suicide awareness. Um, we've had associates come on and talk about how they've lost loved ones, um, you know, unfortunately, to, to to mental illness and and to suicide. Um, and again, too, there will continue to be an evolution to this as we as we as we speak up, we you know, we support one another. Uh, we don't have all the answers in this, but we do have our associates' backs and knowing that, you know, focusing on our overall well-being is a top priority because if that is not in place, then really nothing else matters. So I think that's really sets us apart from a lot of other organizations. And, you know, I look forward to, you know, others sort of uh, following suit. That's a very cool uh, initiative that you guys are driving, especially across the Canadian business with Mars. I mean, the, you've talked to me in the past about, you sell such brilliant products, but you you need to look after the people who are selling those brilliant products, which is a good way to look at it. You touched on the physical, social, the mental health. So being an advocate and really focusing on the overall well-being through your Be Well team. Um, and I think you, you really hit the nail on the head in what you guys are calling no more whispering. 
because clearly there there has been and continues to be a stigma around mental health that people like you are breaking that barrier. So um, huge kudos to you for the the work that you're doing. You also talked about the uh, the things that you could learn as a negotiator. So the daily conversations and relationships you have are all part of negotiation. Couldn't agree more. Um, and it's not about being a winner or a loser, but instead it's about trying to drive overall value to both parties or multiple parties in a deal. And lastly, you said follow your passion. And I think that's great, great advice. And clearly um, advice, as I said early on, you're you're big Toronto Maple Leafs fan, so I'm sure you're passionate there and you're trying to drive that passion into your son, which must be challenging because clearly we know the Washington Capitals are the team to support. That's awesome, man. I always pre- appreciate the ribbing on that. And, you know, I don't, uh, I, I feel like I don't really have much I can ever say as a Maple Leafs fan, as a long suffering Maple Leafs fan, because they don't give me a whole lot to cheer or to brag about. Um, so sometimes I actually bring comfort in celebrating other successes, even like the Capsule on the Cup a few years back. It was so great to see a guy like Ovi, who actually was and always has been a, a big fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs, so hopefully one day we can bring him over here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always appreciate the ribbon on that. Listen, I, I very much appreciate you taking the time, and especially during a day when you you are working from home dealing with your son with sickness and with illness. So um, thank you for not just representing Mars, but representing a normal work-life balance now in this post-COVID world. It's been a pleasure, man. So thanks so much for having me, Mike. I really appreciate it. All right, Steve. Thank you. Thank you.